Hello and welcome everyone to another InventRight TV show. My name is Andrew Krause. I'm one of the co-founders here at InventRight. I co-founded InventRight with Stephen Key 24 years ago. And since then, we've had students in over 65 countries and we mentor inventors to license their products. This is one of those very special uh, YouTube shows that we love, which where we bring on a student that has licensed a product or sold a product along with their coach. So they can talk about their experience. You can kind of see a little bit about their product as well when we're able to share it, which we are in this case. And so we have Kennard on. Kennard, welcome. Hello. And then we have his coach, Scott Putnam. And I think you had a different coach before that. I think you had um, Kirk before uh, Scott, right? Shout out to Kirk. Yeah, shout out to yeah. you, Kirk. So, um, so I think what we're going to do here is take a look at his products and talk about a little bit about his product. And obviously, he's had some success at this point. So you'd probably want to hear, like, how did he get from being just like you, uh, not having a product in the marketplace yet, or maybe some of you have, to this point? And what did he do? What was his mindset? Um, what were some of the issues he had? Let's just be real about it. But first, let's talk about the really fun part. We'll go ahead and throw this up on the screen. So tell us about this product, Kennard. Uh, the shipping container nut. Um, it is a piece of hardware used to modify or connect ISO shipping containers. Uh, shipping containers have uh, eight corners uh, on them that allow various connections, usually to connect them to some modality of transportation, um, i.e. a truck, a, a ship, um, in, in most cases. But um, for the last... I don't know, a couple of decades, uh, there's a big interest in using shipping containers for other than um, transportation, whether it be storage, whether it be manufacturing, or even some sort of dwelling. Um, and I had some initial needs in, in this space to be able to connect various uh, devices to a shipping container. And I wasn't pleased with the offering in the current market. So I started to develop um, a, a, a system of, of, of devices to allow connections. And as I, I started to, and, and, and I might be jumping ahead of myself, as I started to develop those products, I, I started thinking that, ah, wow, this this could be something that that is is useful for, for for more than just myself and and how do I find some protection for it? Um, but well, I, tell, I tell us really quickly what were you what were you doing for yourself? Why were you? What are you? What what fun stuff were you doing with shipping containers? I know a lot of people do a lot of fun stuff with shipping containers these days. Yes. Well, um, I wanted them to connect them together in, in unique and innovative um, configurations, uh, particularly to build vertiports, um, which is very similar to a heliport, but for, uh, for aircraft that take off vertically and land vertically, um, EVATOLs. Uh, and um, to make these structures, I wanted to use um, anywhere from three to eight shipping containers and be able to connect them in the field um, with common tools. Um, and there wasn't anything out there that could, could make this happen. So um, it's kind of like, well, for what I, 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 for what I work on now, um, my designs for vertiports, 
required me to develop components to make that happen. Mm -hmm. So now you sold this product to a company. Do you retain the rights to use it in certain aspects and they in others? How does that work? Uh, great question. So is, they have the, the entire rights yeah. to the intellectual property except for I have the rights to use it, uh, to integrate it into um, larger designs uh, like the Vertiport. Okay, and that's a product that you're, another product that you're working on. It's a system of products that I'm working on, correct. Nice, nice, okay. So so how does it feel? Was it was this just a piece of cake to do a deal? Was it a giant pain in the butt? Did it take longer than you wanted to? Did you need to reach out to more companies? Obviously there's not, <laughs> You, I mean, sometimes you got a kitchen gadget. Hey, you got 30, 40 companies, right? And with this one, you probably right. didn't have that many. Um, it, but maybe I'm wrong. So how did that go? Well, Andrew, when, when I first came to InventRight, I, I, I spoke to you and, and I was pretty focused on, on and had a clear idea of what I needed to do, that this wasn't going to be necessarily a consumer product. This was going to be a system of products and it was going to be um, business to business. It's going to be an industrial product. And um, you, you were talking to you, you, you were very forthright about, hey, oh, you know, there's a very specific formula um, and I think that you can adapt it to, to, to what you're trying to do, but you're going to have to be focused. And sometimes that you, you find that if you have too many products in the hopper, especially your first go around, that it can be a distraction. So you need to be focused. And, and which was sage advice. And, and I, I picked this first product because I thought it was going to be the simplest and it was something that I could focus on and it was going to be a cornerstone of, of what I needed to do in the future. And was it a piece of cake um, and, or did it take longer than, than I thought it was? I, I think it definitely took longer than Scott thought it should. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I'm a, 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 I can be pedantic at um, details and sometimes that uh, gets in the way of, of progress, but uh, I, was, I was pleasantly surprised uh, with the outcome um, towards the end. I, I, I definitely, uh, there was experience being bogged down or even some frustrations or, or, or even some doubts. I mean, but these are, you know, those aren't, those aren't exclusive to, to, to inventing. That's, that's business in general. Scott, so, um, obviously Kennard's yeah. a pretty smart guy, but everybody struggles with something. If you're not struggling, you're not doing the work. What, what yeah. did you find? Was he too, was he kind of detail oriented on some things? <laughs> you know, what comes to mind is your PPA. And um, so, but I want to frame this a little bit because Kennard's one of those guys, like the, the minute you start talking to him, you're like, wow, this guy is really smart, very articulate, you know, a deep thinker. I wasn't, I wasn't thinking about, you know, at our first call, like, oh, how's that going to go when we get to the PPA? I was just thinking this, this is a bright guy. He's got a lot going on, <clears throat> a lot of really cool things happening. And um, I, I think you're you're a hard worker though so and you're a good listener so for the coaching calls you know you would come back and maybe you didn't get everything done that we talked about but a lot of the main things you know that we were we were talking through and that needed to get done got done and everything was flowing really well 
So we got to the PPA and then it was like, hey, Kennard, where are you at? What's going on? And then he, then he comes on, he's like, is this supposed to be this hard? I'm like, no, it's not supposed to be this hard. What, what's going on? And we talked through it. And um, I think you, you, you win the prize for the most number of pages in your PPA. And I'm trying to remember what it is, like 80 something? Oh my God. Yeah, it's pretty bad. <laughs> so <clears throat> that was both, I was both shocked and impressed <laughs> at that number. <laughs> it was, yeah, just awesome guy. Like, you know, I, I, um, I felt like we be, we became th- fr- kind of friends through the coaching calls too and got to know Absolutely. each other. There was a lot of work that was getting done, but we also had a lot of fun. So I really well, appreciate well, it. Let, let me in. ask you this, Kennard. So let's say you had another product in any space. Let's just say it's a kitchen gadget or something. Um, and you're hitting the PPA, would you make it a lot shorter? Would, would you find that it's a lot easier? And also, you know, just generally, when you do the, the same stuff the second time, it's always quite a bit easier. Would you, would you take right. the same obsessive, I'm, I'm using that word loosely, it sounds like you were, <laughs> sounds like you were a little obsessed, would you take that same obsessive approach or would you just pop it out? Hey, I, I, would, I would definitely pop it out. And, and, and I'll tell you this, this speaks to the, 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 the conciseness or of, of, of the strategy, the formula of, of the 10-step program and, and specifically to um, writing the PPA as, as um, you and, and Stephen have, have designed and, has, and as, coach, as Scott has, has coached. It, cre- it you can create a PPA that will give you perceived ownership, will give you leverage in negotiations using this strategy quicker than if you were researching the steps on your own. Um, Even before you can understand all of the nuances of a PPA, the the, the intricate um, components of a PPA, the system makes it so that you don't have to necessarily be bogged down by the minutia of those little things. I found myself seeing those little tiny details and being so like, like my brain and my mind is open to this, this process that that's amazing. And I, and I, and it, it turned into kind of a rabbit hole. It's like, oh, well, what about this? And what about this? And how detailed do I need to be? Or, you know, and that's what happens kind of when you're, you're in it. And, and I realized that, that, that Scott was trying to pull me back to see kind of the bigger picture and to, 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 to say it's the, the process is kind of set up so that you, you, you don't have to you know, bang your head against the wall. And, and, and that's just a lesson learned. Yeah. And, and I learned, and I learned a lot going through that process. I definitely understand that you can expedite the process and the, and the, the benefits of expediting the process so that you have more time designing, you have more time uh, engaging with your, your, your market or your, your industry. And, um, I see the benefit of that, and so the next, the next, the next project that I'm, I could definitely write it a lot quicker, um, just because it is the second time. But I would definitely try to 
limit my time writing that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it sounds like I'm sure you took to heart, you know, what Scott and Steven, everybody here at InventWrite always says, think about the variations, workarounds, improvements. Also requires you to do is be an inventor. So, but, but people get it fixed in their head. This is what it is. This is what it is. And that's great. And if it's, you got figured out what it is for the marketing, so it competes in the marketplace, that's what's going to be in your sell sheet. But with the provisional, you got to think about what else could it be? What are the other ways it could be done? And you, I'm sure, did that in spades, but you also went into probably detail that you didn't need to. And that's how you ended up with an 80-page PPA. No, I don't think I've ever, I think that's a record. Is that a record for your yeah. students, Scott? Oh, yeah, for sure. Because can our dinner kind of disappeared for a week or two and then he came back and he's mm -hmm. like, okay, I, my PPA is about done. It's, you know, 85 pages or whatever. My first thought is, this is like a chunk of metal with two bolts. Like, what? Are, there's no electronics. There's no solar panels. There's no enriched uranium here. What, yeah. what are we writing about? Oh my God! But um, he wanted to I keep would... it covered. So you know, but it's really nice, Kennard, that you know somebody that has sold one of their ideas says, "Look, I it wasn't all a piece of cake for me. I struggle with different things." So let's yeah. uh, let's ask your coach Scott. What was one of the things that Kennard did really well that, that benefited him that some other people struggle with? What was one of the biggest things? Is it his, his mindset, his stick-to-itiveness, his consistency yeah. in doing things every week? I'm just making up random stuff here. Let me know. Yeah, if I had to pick one thing, I would say his determination. Like, I, I felt like no matter what, we're, we're going to get this thing done. And... Yeah, there were there were challenges. There were things that you know slowed the process down, and you had some pretty in-depth conversations with, you know, with with your the company that bought the product, and then there was also other companies that may be interested, and there was some a little bit of history there. But I felt like through the whole process, you were determined to make this happen, and you had the perseverance, like. I'm, I'm getting knocked down, but I'm getting back up and I'm, I'm going to continue going. The now, that, let, yeah. let's, let's jump to Kennard now. So Kennard, what was going through your head when you do something for the first time in your life? It's always stressful. Maybe you're one of those people that's always trying new things. Maybe, maybe only in the areas you're comfortable with. Maybe you were comfortable with this. Maybe you weren't. But what's going through your head so we can get through to the audience? Like, here was my mindset and how I got here. You know, uh, as far as like just keep keeping going. Follow the process. Okay. Follow the process. There's going to be plenty of times where you're going to be distracted, deterred, frustrated, um, doubtful. Follow the process. Let I was thinking. Let the coaches help push you through the process. You're, you're, you, you signed up for the program for a reason. You, you, you've seeked out this support system. Use it and, and have faith in it. And, and, and that's what it was. And, and, I, and, and I'll tell you that there, that there were times where it seemed like the, the right thing to do was to, to, to just stop, was to, mm -hmm. to, was to move, on, move on to another product. Or, or to, to take a break and, and reevaluate, and it is it was the faith in the process. It was leaning on on Scott when I was in those times that 
actually saw us through the finish line. And in, in, in the finish line, the, the, I think the challenge is, is that, is that most people can get to the finish line if they can see it or they mm-hmm. see, they know where the, the light at the end of the tunnel is. But for a new process, licensing and with innovative products in different markets, the, 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 finish, the finish line doesn't look the same for, for, for any project. And especially for your first time. And so you, you need the support of your coach. And, and that's what kept me going. It's like, I'm, I'm going to trust the system. I'm going to, tr- I'm, I'm, I'm going to trust coach. And when the finish line revealed itself, it, like all of a sudden it was just there. It was there because of the commitment. It was there because of the hard work. Mm. It was there because of the 10 step process <laughs> and, and, and there it was. And, and now I know, and as I, I as I, I wrote, a, a, just a, a little follow-up, um, after I, I, I sold the, the intellectual property explaining that, that do the work, do the process, something will come from it. Something and something worth something valuable. You know, and, and most likely monetarily valuable if you work the process. Do you do you feel like the next project you work on is going to be easier because you're familiar with the process, been through it? Oh, hopefully, uh, fingers crossed. Well, is it going to be? It's going to be at the very least I, more familiar, right? Not uh, easier, maybe, but less. Um, maybe I'll give you, you. It seemed like you had a lot of confidence in co- in your coach Scott and in yourself and in the process, but is it going to be just that much more clear and you'll have a little bit more, even more confidence because it worked for you? Confidence, experience, my, my perspective of business is just different. I see, I see business more through the lens of licensing now than, than before. And, and so it's not even something it's, it's not a, you, you can, you can, you can you can wrap it up in this this idea of of, of of the next project, but it's not the next project for me. This is actually like what I do for work every day now. Is is my projects are designing um, or or research or market research, then designing a product that fits that market, then thinking about okay, you know who is who's going to be on my hit list. And, and how am I going to get into these people? You know, how am I going to get in? And then, you know, what is the negotiation going to look like? What, what, what kind of licensing deal is, is it going to be? So this is, this is just how I look at, at business. So it's, it's, I have a fishing pole now. It's, it's like I, I know how to fish. And, and regardless of whether the next product, is the, the next time is easier or not, I have the system. And, and, and it will get easier as I use the system. And correct me if I'm wrong, if I'm remembering our conversation right when you were like interested in the program, you're talking about these helipads and, and all this stuff. And I'm like, oh, sounds like kind of difficult. And I, I don't I seem to recall maybe I'm like, can we break it down? Is there a component that you can sell to somebody else? I seem to recall us having that conversation. This is a while back. Yeah. You know, coach has been your Scott's been your coach, not me. But um, was was that helpful that you, you, you broke it down to a component that somebody else wanted for for other for other purposes as well. 
and you're absolutely yeah okay i i'm just remembering that now but you know i you and scott you guys did you guys did all the hard work you did most of it scott just uses his wisdom as an invent right wizard to, to to guide you and i really appreciate you um joining us from the airport there that means a lot to us that's great um it's amazingly quiet there or maybe your earbuds are just really good because we can't hear technology yeah technology Technology. there you go yeah Yeah. i I wanted to make a point too that um kenner for you you know you were able to sell this product for a nice chunk of money without spending about that much money on a full-blown utility patent i mean you sold this product with a provisional, I mean, maybe probably the world's greatest provisional that's ever been written <laughs> in that long. But still, it was a provisional, right? 60 bucks yes. to file it, and boom. Yeah. So I think that's an important point. You know, as IP always, those questions always come up. So that's, I think that's a, a cool part of the story, too. It, 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 it's, it's, it's definitely, it's not necessarily the quality of the PPA. It's the it's the concept of, pre- of perceived ownership. It's the leverage. It's mm-hmm. it's it's yeah. using it with it's using it with the the sell sheet. It's using it with um, the, the 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 scripts to get in. You know, you're calling potential licensees. I, all this stuff can be used over and over again on different as, as as Andrew said on on more than one component of the system. I, when I design when I design anything for my system, I'm thinking about sell sheets. I'm thinking about can this be licensed or sold to somebody individually um, as an individual component. Um, I'm thinking about if, how to leverage how to leverage the the PPA, even in in things that that might not necessarily require a a provisional patent, but even leveraging things like copyright. Or, or, or if I have something, it's like, how do I write a PPA for this specific, for this specific thing, so that I can create some perceived ownership? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's powerful. Scott, I, I, I don't think I know we're going to hear from more from Canard on more successes, and some products he, he'll work on he won't license as well because that's just part of the game. Um, but Canard, thank you so much. Uh, Love to have you on again soon. Let us know when you license another product. Um, and yeah. we're always here to help you. You know that. I appreciate that. The support yeah. has been there. The support has felt. Thank you. Thank awesome. you. Fly safe. Yeah. I will. All right. Take care. Again, what All was right. that, Scott? Oh, I just said congratulations again. I'm, I'm, I'm proud of you. You did a great job. You worked hard. You know, you great Great listen, great listener. Work in the system, work in the program, and um, yeah, it, it paid off. So I love your analogy of like, hey, I've been down this road. I got the fishing pole. Now I know how to fish, and that's such a different perspective than when you're going through it the first time. So I'm excited to yeah. see what you're going to do in the future, and uh, keep rocking it, man. All right, all right, gentlemen. Good deal. Take, Take care. care, everybody. Keep inventing, and we'll catch up with you next time. See ya. Bye.